It's by God's grace, his peace and mercy that he invited us to be here this evening to reflect on and to hear by word and song the account of his passion as recorded by St. John. I have another set of a devotion that I'd like to do as we continue with this worship and by way of a meditation. I'd like to share some words with you from another letter that John wrote. This is from Revelation chapter 21. He said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty, I will give from the spring of water of life without payment. The one who conquers will have this heritage. I will be his God and he will be my son. Now think about this. One of the ways you can look at the end of that verse, I will be his God, he will be my son, is I will be their God and they will be my children. Are you surprised at all by God saying that? Given what you just heard over the last several minutes, a friend betraying him, disciples and followers that were close to him scattering and running, fearing for their own lives, a crowd of people yelling out, crucify him, crucify him. You and I as a congregation just got done singing, Lord, it was my treason that put you on that cross. I was the one that betrayed you. I, in a sense, shouted, crucify him. Are you at all surprised by the fact that God still desires to say, I will be their God, they will be my children? Just something to think about. Think about the activity of the day. Did you get the chance to live in perfect obedience? We heard a little bit about perfect obedience yesterday with Pastor Kaiser. Perfect obedience. Or was your day marred by sin? Maybe a thought, maybe a word, maybe a deed. That sin was accounted for on a tree by our Lord and Savior. Jesus loves us so much. He cared about us so much that he wanted to make sure that there was nothing that was ever going to separate us from his love. Now I'd like to go back to the creation account to give you something to just ponder because I would like to have something about my message stick with you. I'm going to invite you to stand. Pastor, we don't normally stand during the sermons. Yeah, but you've been sitting for a while, and I'd like to have you remember. What is it that you are, what is allowing you to stand? You're on a firm foundation, but what is it that God gifted you with? There's two of them. What is it that he gifted you with to be able to stand up? Feet. Absolutely. Now, some of us may not be able to do that because of health reasons or other things. We are not able to physically stand right now, and we look forward to a day when we can However, God gave us feet. He created human beings to have feet to get from one place to another. But here's something that none of us have ever been able to take advantage of. God gifted us with feet so that we could walk with him physically in the garden, in paradise. And none of us have ever experienced that. None of us has ever experienced the the blades of grass beneath our feet in paradise with our Lord. You can be seated. 
God gave us feet so that we could walk with him, physically walk with him. God gave us eyes so that we could see him, so that we could physically see him. God gave us ears so that we could hear him, his soothing, comforting word, speaking of his presence and his love. That's what Adam and Eve had. And in a moment, in a bad decision, when they decided to turn their back on God, rather they wanted to be God or like him, they wrecked it for us. Sin came into the world, and now we don't even get to use our feet the way we're supposed to, physically walking in person with our, our Heavenly Father. We were supposed to be able to walk in paradise, but the sunny skies of paradise are, are gone. Did you enjoy the sunny weather today? Yeah, 70 degrees. It was perfect. The sunny skies of paradise are gone. Now it's the cloudy cross cloudy skies of Calvary. The physical intimacy that we were supposed to have with our Lord, walking with him, is now separation. And the only reason why you and I can even have a relationship is because the word made flesh, Jesus Christ, was willing to to suffer. And that's a pretty picture up there, isn't it? Crucifixion isn't pretty. Crucifixions, torture, and murder, and your Lord and Savior was willing to do that for you. Why? So that someday that you and I could know beyond a shadow of a doubt that we will hear him say, not it is finished, but it's done. He'll say, I am the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega, it is done. You will be God's child, he will be our God. That's a gift. And I shared these words with you a couple of weeks ago, but I want to share them with you again on this Good Friday. John was given this vision. He says, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. The first heaven and the first earth had passed away. The sea was no more, which means there's no more chaos. He said, I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with men. He will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. Your dad, Abba, is going to scoop you up like a child, and he's going to wipe those tears of joy away. There you are. I'm glad you're here. John's given more of a vision. There's going to be no more mourning or crying or pain anymore. The former things have passed away. He who is seated on the throne said, Behold, I'm making all things new. Write this down. These words are trustworthy and true. He said, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. The one who conquers will have this heritage. I will be his God He will be my son. I will be their God. They will be my children. When God said he's the Alpha and the Omega, he's saying, I was there when that first word was spoken that let your life begin, creation begin. He was saying, I was there. When God's saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, he was saying he was right there 
through that hard and difficult day where he had to watch his own son take on the sin of the world. And it was so, even he had to turn away from Jesus. And Christ on a cross, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You see, Jesus and Jesus alone understands what it was to be separated from his father. And he did that so you and I wouldn't. When God said he was the Alpha and the Omega, he said he will see us through those hard times, those Good Friday times, but he will see us through those challenges also into a new hope, a brighter hope, and a brighter future that talks about him being the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega. It's done. The payment has been paid. You have the hope of heaven. And on this Good Friday, when we had the opportunity to bask in the sun and to spend some time here reflecting on the absolute cost that Jesus gave so that you and I could have a relationship with him, it truly is a Good Friday. Because he who is seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. He says, You are a new creation. I've given you my spirit. I will dwell with you. And that's what he's doing. He's earned your forgiveness. He's, his death, Jesus' death, opened up a glorious future for you and for me. And the words say, it's done. Signed, sealed, and delivered. It is a guarantee that you and I have. And when we leave this place tonight... Tomorrow is Holy Saturday. There's not a lot that happens in the church world over Holy Saturday, but come Easter morning, we get to be reminded of that Easter hope and that salvation hope that we have. I pray that you come ready to celebrate the life that God has given you. In the meantime, while we wait, we can live our life in such a way that says, Jesus, what you did for me tonight, I can't even begin to understand I don't get it. Your love is so great. Help me live my life like what you did tonight matters. Help me live my life in such a way that shows I have hope. We all have hope. Real hope. So when the devil, when the world, and when our own sinful nature tempts us, we don't need that. We have a God that loves us so much and has so much more for us instead. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty, he gives life without payment. He says, it is done. Amen.